Hello, and welcome this evening to God in Therapy with your favorite licensed mental health counselor, Tara Body. Remember, if there's anything that I talk about on here and you think you need counseling services for it, please visit tarabody.com under services and schedule a counseling appointment or email me at info at tarabody.com if there are subjects or things that you want me to talk about on here and find and research what the Word of God says about it. Because if I'm talking about it, it's because you all are bringing it up in therapy. So before we get into tonight's topic, I want to pray. Because tonight's topic is um, very near and dear to my heart. It's something that I have a lot of clients that deal with it very deeply. And I want to set the atmosphere that the Lord and the Holy Spirit come in tonight in order to shift perspectives, heal hearts, and give direction. So pray with me. Heavenly Father, Lord God, Jehovah, we pray tonight, God, I pray that you give the listener, the person, God, whatever they're needing in this moment. If they clicked on this video, God, that's because they're dealing with what we're gonna talk about tonight. And God, I pray as you have given me clarity and answers and perspective for my own life, that you give that to them. You impart that healing, that guidance, that perspective that will grant them peace in their relationship with their mother. I pray over every mother that's listening Lord, that they're able to hear the heart of this. They're able to hear what their children may be saying or feeling, God. Please allow me to convey that through your Holy Spirit in a way, Lord, that they don't feel shame. They don't feel put down. They don't feel punished, God. But they may feel, Lord, even if it's conviction, is good. And give them the hope, Lord, that relationships can be turned around, Lord. Reconciliation can happen. But even if it don't, God, you have a plan and a path and a purpose for it. And you can bring whatever we're needing. This I pray in Jesus Christ's name, amen. So I wanna start this off because Mother's Day is in a week. And when we grieve sometimes the relationships that we don't have with our mothers, the grief doesn't start on Mother's Day. That grief starts months before. And there's a lot of anxiety sometimes for a lot of people leading up to these holidays in which they're to celebrate something that they may not have. A lot of grief happens around Mother's Day. You have those that are grieving wonderful relationships they had with their mothers that have now passed away. And a lot of people don't know what to do with that grief. And then you have those who are grieving a relationship they never had with a mother, a mother that may still be alive or in the grave. And so tonight I wanna to have a very serious conversation for those of you with, that experience this type of grief around Mother's Day. I pray that after this segment and after God begins to work on you and if you need to go to counseling and that's fine, that you begin to really find healing and peace with whatever your relationship is with your mother. I pray tonight you get something that God wants to send to you through me tonight for this situation. And I say this because this is very serious and dear to my heart. It's not just something that my clients talk about. It is something that I have personally dealt with and God has had to help me with, grow me in, mature me in, and bring me to a place of peace. And so I want that for you tonight. So let's talk, let's talk. I'm gonna turn to you a little bit so that we can talk. One of the hardest things around Mother's Day when you're not very close to your mother or there's some type of 
toxicity or negativity or maybe you're not even speaking is knowing what to do on that holiday. Going to the store and trying to pick out a card and you read through five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten cards and none of them can convey the relationship. I've been there. It's when you are wanting to send something because it's expected of you. It's almost like a husband not giving his wife a card for an your anniversary because it's expected and if you don't do it, it's a major offense. So on Mother's Day, even though the relationship may not be where it needs to be or be good or connected, there's this expectation that I must still send a card. I must still send a gift. I must still show that I'm honoring my parent. So you sit in that store and you go card after card and you're saying, nope, that's not it. That's not our relationship. You see these wonderful cards, they say, mother, you were there for me. You're an example of love and strength. You've always cared for me. You've always supported me. And you can't buy the card. Why? Because that does not correctly depict the relationship that you have or how you feel about your relationship with your parent. I understand that. And so what do you do on that day? Do you write a letter? Do you just send a Facebook post? Do you just send a text? And so this grieving of what you do not have begins to set in. When you see all over social media or with your friends or different people celebrating wonderful relationships with their mothers and being able to write paragraphs about real examples of what their mothers have done in their life, they don't have to come up with anything. They don't have to lie because sometimes we'll lie because we will say what we want or we'll try to find something good to speak about. And that's not entirely wrong. Because if you can find something honorable and something good, you want to honor that in your mother. Because no one is perfect. No one is. And if you can find something good and you feel God leading you to say it, then say it. But then you also want to be true to what you really feel on that day. You want to be true to how you really feel about the relationship. So I want to help you. And how can I help you other than to go through the word of God? So a lot of you have a vision of what you believe your relationship should be with your mother. Whether it's you're looking at your friends, you're looking at other relatives, you're comparing them to other mothers and you say, I wish I had that. Or you see something on television. But the truth is, a lot of our mothers did not receive what we're asking of them. They did not get that maybe from their mother. They did not receive this great example that you are comparing them to. A lot of them do not have the capacity to give what you're asking, whether it be by choice, because sometimes mothers can be stubborn. Some of them simply have gone through a lot of things in life, felt let down by a lot of people, and that's what they pour out. The hurt they have received is the hurt that they give. And I know as a child, a part of you would say, but that's immature, they're my mother. How can they treat their child this way? 
Why can't they come out of that? Why can't they see me differently? How come they have no healing? But the truth is, if our parents have not received the counseling, if our mothers have not gotten the healing from those who have hurt them, rejected them, abandoned them, harmed them, did not support them, they don't have it to give. And it's hurtful. It can be so hurtful because you wish they could get past it. You wish they would go to counseling. And many do not, unfortunately. Not even if it helps them to have a stronger relationship with their children. And you feel like that is, that that's terrible. They don't love you enough to go to counseling. They don't love you enough to have a good relationship. They don't love you enough to change the way they speak to you, the way they treat you. They won't allow you to tell your story. They won't allow you to speak up about the hurt that was caused when you were a child or as an adult. They won't let you use your voice. So what does the child do in this situation? What, what do you do when the person that is supposed to nurture you, give you affection, and be the very definition of what love is, the first person to tell you what love looks like? What, what happens when that is not the case for your life? You go to God. The simple answer is you must go to God. And you say, Ty, I've heard that before. I've heard that before. No. It is a real awakening that if our parent is not who they're not in a place to give us love, it does not mean God wants you to go without it. It does not mean that he cannot fulfill that. It does not mean that he wants you to live your life never feeling nurtured, never feeling affection and never feeling love a covered by your mother. That does not mean that he understands and I need you to understand that your parent is human. Your mother is human. She has her own life, her own set of things that she has been through, experiences. And whatever she's been through, that's who she is today. And if she has not gotten healing, assault, assault the word of God for how to be, or got whatever guidance she needed, she is still just who she is as a culmination of what she's been through. And that's not an excuse for hatred. That's not an excuse for bad treatment. That's not an excuse for reject the rejection that you're getting. It's not an excuse for toxicity. But I want some of you to understand who you're dealing with. And if you have never looked at your mother as a human being, as a person who has a past, who had a childhood, who had parents of their own, who may or may not love them, that you're not seeing the whole person. You're just seeing your mother. And if you only see your mother, you're not allowed to give grace for who they are. Because the beginning of you allowing God to heal you is to give your mother grace. Now, grace does not mean that you forgive every situation and enable bad behavior. Grace is I'm forgiving you for what you don't know and what you're not mature enough to give me. But then I also must seek what God has for me in this area, because you don't have to go without. I want to read a couple of scriptures to you. Isaiah 49 and 15 I, is, is a very important scripture because I think a lot of people, especially in society and the culture, do not recognize that there are some mothers that do not have the capacity to love their children well. It's a very taboo subject. We are always allowed to talk about the fathers and what they don't do and the deadbeat dads. But the topic of dealing with the mother is very, very touchy subject. 
if anyone tries to speak about their mother, they're immediately met with somebody telling them, well, that's your mother. Just allow it. That's the person that birthed you. Just allow it. And we end up allowing people to get mentally, physically, emotionally abused for years. And we cannot do that anymore. As sure as a parent is human and a mother is human, that means that person has the capacity to do harm. And we have to stop not affirming people's feelings about their childhood, about what's going on and their relationship with their mother. So Isaiah 49 and 15, this is God saying, he said, can a woman forget her nursing child that she should have no compassion on the son of her womb? He said, yes, even these may forget. Yet I will not forget you. God is talking to his children here and saying, yes, a mother can forget to give compassion to a child that she bore to a child that she raised. She can turn away from that child. He says, but I won't. He said, a mom can. A father can. But God won't. So I need to affirm for some of you today. It is possible that your mother does not have the capacity to love the way that you want to be loved and the way you need to be loved. I'm sorry that's happening for you. But then God wants to come into your life and still give it to you, though. That's the hope I want to tell you today. God still wants to give it to you. He says in Isaiah, uh, Isaiah 66 and 13, as a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you and you will be comforted over Jerusalem. He says in Psalms 27 and 10, though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. This is David speaking. Because even David was forsaken by his parents. We don't even hear any mention of David's relationship with his mother. And his father, Jesse, did not choose him when the prophet came to anoint a new king. He didn't even bring him to the table. So David had parental issues. But God adopted David and said, David is a man after my own heart. And he made David a king and he covered him and he protected him. And he provided for him. And David accepted the covering of God. And some of you today are going to have to accept the covering of God in whatever way he wants to bring it into your life. Jesus and Luke 8, 21, there was a situation where Jesus was preaching in a home. And some of the people came in and they said, your mother and your brothers are outside and they want you to come outside. And Jesus replied in Luke 8 and 21, my mother and brothers are those who hear God's word and obey it. Jesus, the son of God, in this example, because there's nothing in the Bible that God didn't allow to be put in there if it wasn't to teach us something. Jesus said, my mother and my brothers, the people that I'm close to, are the people that hear God's voice and they listen to what God says. And they obey him. And the reason I want to bring that scripture out is because God is speaking to your mother. He has spoken to her on your behalf. Don't believe that he hasn't. The same way he speaks to you about things you need to do, relationships you need to reconcile, people you need to forgive. He speaks to your mother. In her quiet time, if she allows herself to be quiet, if she allows herself to think, God has told her, you have a child and you all are not connected. And that's not good. And I need you to do something about it. But if she is stubborn, if she is arrogant, if she is selfish, if she won't get out of her own ways, if she is stuck in her ways, she won't obey. 
She won't obey him. So then God will tap other people on the shoulder and he'll say, I need you to love on them. I need you to nurture them. I need you to step in and become mom for them. A lot of us have been blessed with surrogate mothers who have come into our lives. Some we did not accept because we still wanted it from our birth parent, our birth mother. But I want you to know God is tapping people on the shoulder for you. And they are obeying the word of God. They are hearing him and they are obeying him. And your prayer needs to be, God, help my mother to obey you. To not only hear you, but obey you when you're speaking to her. Because if she does, reconciliation can happen. A healthy relationship can happen because she will now honor God in the way that she is treating you. She will honor God in the way that she speaks to you and what she asks of you. It will be guided by the Holy Spirit and not her flesh, not her ego, not her personality and what she wants. It will be guided by God. So if she's guided, guided by God and you're guided by God, then it's going to be a godly connection. But while she's not and she's where she is in this place, you must be able to move forward in your life. Forgive where she is. Father, you have to pray that that prayer that Jesus prayed on the cross. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Meaning my mother does not know the true impact of what she's doing. She cannot see beyond what she's doing. She's blinded, God. And I pray that you open her eyes one day. But in the meantime, God, I am open and available to however you want to nurture me. Whoever you want to bring into my life to mother me, God. Whoever you're bringing to love me. I don't want you to spend another Mother's Day depressed, upset, resentful. Not this year. I want you to celebrate those God has brought into your life to mother you, to love you, to nurture you. I want you to spend time with those people and don't feel guilty about it. You don't have to feel guilty about honoring people that have loved on you. Honoring people that listened to the voice of God and gave to you and protected you and nurtured you when your mother did not. You don't have to feel guilty about that and you shouldn't. Whatever way you feel in your heart to honor your mother, do that. If you say, I, I'm going to go ahead and send a card, do that. If you don't want to, don't. I'm giving you permission not to because the word of God says, do not give begrudgingly or under compulsion, but give what you have settled in your heart to do. So if it is hard for you to give something, if it's very hard and you don't want to, and it makes you cry to give to somebody who you feel has not poured into you, it is your right not to do so. If you simply want to send a text message, if you simply want to just enjoy your day, enjoy it. Spend that day praying for your mother take a moment out of your day and say God wherever she is in her heart mind and spirit grow her mature her Lord I break whatever chains off of her whatever is holding her back if the enemy is using her wrongfully in my life God handle that protect me oh God but the word of God says we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but principalities and powers which means the enemy unfortunately can use your mother to harm you deeply over and over and over again and because of that mother title they feel entitled to get access to you to do so 
And you have to have enough godly wisdom and maturity to recognize the spirit and not look at the face or the title and say, no, I will not tolerate that any longer. I won't tolerate that way of treating me, that way of speaking to me. I will not. Because God is not demanding that you be mistreated for the sake of someone being your mother. Absolutely not. He says, in order to follow me, you have to deny these people because he says these people will leave you hurt, distracted, off course, and you cannot live out the mission that he has for your life. I'm just simply speaking truth here. I'm simply speaking truth because this is a crisis we have that we have not dealt with ever. Mothers have been given a pass to say whatever they want to and do whatever they want to to their children with no protection for the child that's over and if you are a mother and you have not asked God how to raise your child I suggest that you do because your flesh may come out and you can harm your children you will use your own personalities and feelings to say whatever you can to that child and God does not honor that he says do not provoke your children to wrath and if you're not asking daily, God, help me to raise your child. Help me to pour into your child. Help me that I do no harm to your child. Then that means you are susceptible to mistreating God's child. And you have to ask God, God, forgive me for doing some things wrong to my child, for the things I did not know right, for the things I did wrong, the abuse I caused, the mental anguish I caused. If your child is in therapy, there is something that is missing. There's something that you may or may not have done. There's something that they needed. And even if you didn't do it and it's too late, that's fine. But God, just say, God, forgive me and allow me somehow to reconcile with my child and make amends. Because the second part of repentance is to make amends if you're able to. You don't want to just sit at your house and say, well, they're not talking to me and I'm not talking to them. No. Mothers. Call your children, allow them to speak about whatever harmed them and then tell them you're sorry and say, I would love to move forward. I don't want to stay in this place. Whatever was done, that's in the past. I'm so sorry I did it, though. I'm truly repentant for what I did. Don't make excuses. Just tell and, and you may you might share with them. This is the way I was treated. And I did continue on with that. But I'm sorry because I shouldn't have continued on with the training that I received. I should not have continued that because I didn't like it when it was done to me. So I'm sure you didn't like it when it was done to you either. You affirm your child. Don't sit in shame and guilt about it. But affirm them, apologize, and then try to build something new with your child. But for those of you who your mother's just in a place, and you are separate right now, I want to tell you, God has someone for you to love you and to nurture you. And if it's not in a person, I promise you, you can talk to God every day of the week, all day, every day, every minute of the day, and he is listening to you and he shall comfort you. He is a mother to the motherless and a father to the fatherless. And I promise you, he can take you and provide for you. I am a witness. He will give you joy. Joy that comes from within that comes straight from him even if the relationship is not where it is he is not going to leave you in a consistent state of anguish over it he will allow you to move forward he would allow you to be able to mother your own children very well it doesn't matter that you didn't get everything you needed he would allow you to be an even better mother 
And some of you have to understand that if God is showing you some things a mother should do, it's not necessarily that he keeps you going after your mother for those things. He's saying you do it. If you are a parent, I'm giving you insight for you to do that with your child. I'm not asking you to keep badgering your mother for it. I'm giving you insight on what you need to be doing so that you don't continue that type of legacy. He doesn't want you continuously bashing your mother. Let it go. Let it go. Let that go. Forgive them in your heart and spirit because that is for you. They were at the capacity that they could operate in and that's where they stay. But it doesn't have to stifle you and you don't need to be angry about it anymore. Release them in your spirit. Bless them. God say, God bless my mother. I pray she gets exactly where she needs to be, God. But in the meantime, God, I'm concentrated on you and the children that I have or the life that I have. And I'm going to move forward. So. One of the books I wanted to recommend to some of you, because this is a very hard thing to deal with. So I want you to consistently research this healing. But there's a book called Mothers Who Can't Love by Susan Ford, Dr. Susan Ford. And that's one book that I do want to recommend um, to you. all. I have so many, but this is a healing guide for daughters spe specifically. But sons, there are so many uh, there are so many books out there for you as well. If you connect with me via email, I will give you a list. But this is one specifically for daughters because those are the ones that typically come into me to speak about this topic. But Mothers Who Can't Love by Dr. Susan Ford. But if you need counseling for this again, you can go to my website, tarabody.com under services and schedule counseling. I have so many clients, I would say almost 90 percent that deal with this issue. That's why it's close to my heart and it is out of my own personal experience. That's why I'm anointed to do this work because I've been through it. But God is good. He is a healer. You can find joy and peace and balance with whatever your relationship with your mother is. If you have to set up boundaries and they don't talk to you anymore, that's okay too. There's nothing wrong with the boundaries. They have to, they have to get used to you setting boundaries if you never had them. Some of you, it's, it just took a while for you to set boundaries. So give them time to get used to them. <laughs> They're going to have their temper tantrums. They're going to not talk to you. They're going to rebel. They're going to not like it. It's okay. It's okay. They'll be over it soon. They'll, get, they'll deal with it. And if they never do, it's okay. Respect your boundaries and respect your peace. That is for you. And God is okay with that. So I hope tonight helps someone. Again, if you need further assistance, further counseling, connect with me but I pray the peace of God on you even as you celebrate Mother's Day next week I want you to begin by thanking God for being there for you because he has covered you a lot of what your mother did not do for you it showed up your strength because she was not there you had to be strong because she did not give you what you needed you still were resilient you still were strengthened and you still made it you are still here Sometimes our parents' weaknesses show our strengths. You have the ability in you all along to do very well without that help. And it showed up. So be proud of yourself that even without the mothering, you are here. You are doing well. You're doing the best that you can. And God is here with you. But you will always have everything you need. God can grant that to you if you would only ask. This is Tara Body for God in Therapy. Take care.